a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We continue to hear about a lot of the threats to democracy and our constitutional republic and those verbal wars and jousts will continue to go on. And I continue to believe that one of the biggest threats to the United States of America is something that we don't talk enough about, and that is this lack of curiosity. I think it's a big problem in the world. I think we have all dug in so deep into our own social media feeds and our own media consumption bubbles that not only do we not listen not only do we not listen to the other side of any issue, we're not even curious why they think that's the best way to go. And when we lose that curiosity, we lose the ability to learn. We lose the ability to make progress. We lose the ability to compromise. We lose the ability to innovate. It's curiosity. We often praise our entrepreneurs and our small business owners for being curious and just staying with the question longer and trying to figure it out, being curious. Why did that not work? Why did this fail? Why did this work? How could that happen better? It's the curiosity that drives it. And I believe it's curiosity that's part of what has driven freedom in this country for over 230 years. And we're losing that. That's dangerous. That's worrisome to me. Is that if we can no longer have a conversation with someone who believes different than us or has a different life experience than us or a different worldview than us and not only not listen to them but not even wonder why they think that way or why they believe that, uh, that's dangerous territory to me. Uh, now, we're going we're gonna to learn today from someone uh, that... Most people would not say, yeah, I bet I bet they'd use some sound from her on the show. Uh, recently, comedian Sarah Silverman, uh, who, of course, is known as being brash and loud and outrageous and often inappropriate. But she taught a very important lesson about curiosity. Uh, she had someone call in to her podcast uh, with a problem that this caller wanted Sarah Silverman to help her with. Uh, The woman who called in was an atheist. And she asked what Sarah Silverman, who's also an atheist, uh, what her advice would be because this uh, caller at a family gathering are sitting around the table and this caller's aunt asked her, knowing she was an atheist, what does God mean to you? It was during their Christmas dinner. And so, the, again, the caller was asking Sarah Silverman to say, well, you know, this is awful. This is horrible. How could she even ask me such a question? And I loved Sarah Silverman's response. She encouraged her to take some advice 
as an atheist from an actually from a well-known religious leader. Take a listen. I tend to not avoid discomfort. I mean, emo- I mean that emotionally. Physically, I very much don't like being uncomfortable. I, being cold hurts for me. I, I just don't like it. But emotional discomfort is my sweet spot. I know when it's your family, it's different. But yeah, I'm interested in people that are different than me. And I have friends who have religion in their lives. And they know that I don't. And they love me anyway. So maybe my advice is to uh, get a little Jesus-like, find your inner Jesus, and love them anyway. Now, Sarah Silverman went on to talk about the value of this, of asking questions and engaging, leaning in to conversations with people who are different from you. This is the advice we all need to listen to. If she asks, your aunt asks what your relationship is with God, you can tell her. This new world where you have to agree across the board about everything with the people that you love or even like is uh, is not attainable and um, not fun and certainly doesn't broaden anyone's horizons, especially your own. You're allowed to have fun with this stuff. It's just life. Be interested. Ask her questions. I don't think you need to be defensive here. They have no power over you. They're just people. They're just human people. Find out what makes her tick, what she gets from religion, how it makes her feel. This is interesting information, how she sees others through that lens. See her interest in your relationship with God and raise her your interest in her relationship with God. This stuff doesn't have to be a big deal. I feel like we are... Always testing people, and if they fail, they're out. And failure means they don't, they're not thinking how you're thinking. And I just think that's no way to live. All right. So there you heard it from Sarah Silverman. Uh, I think this is some really important information and things for us to think about. Uh, I really liked the way she said, you know, we're always testing people to see if they agree with us. And often in the culture now, especially if we meet somebody new, we we test them and we test them. And as soon as they stop agreeing with everything that we're saying, they're out. You vote them off the island or you cancel them. Rather than having that curiosity to have a different kind of conversation. So I, I love the way she, she reframed it. So, again, this caller calling in to Sarah Silverman's podcast, uh, complaining that her aunt, uh, who knows she's an atheist, asked her about her relationship with God. And Sarah Silverman says, no, don't be defensive about that. Embrace that. And then, and then be curious and ask her the same question back. Tell me about your relationship with God. What do you get out of that? How does that make you feel? What kind of lens does that give you to see the world through? Those are all important curiosity questions. And I think as we go further and further down the divide and allowing, again, the loud, angry voices to try to convince us that we're just too divided to have a conversation about anything, step back and be curious. Be curious. In fact, everyone should have a goal in the new year 
to have a lunch, a dinner, a walk, a Zoom, a FaceTime, a conversation with somebody who thinks different, believes different, lives different, looks different, has a different uh, background or upbringing, uh, get some curiosity and some diversity into your world. It's a good thing. It's actually what makes the world really great is when we can be curious. And to just bring this all full circle, again, I believe one of the biggest threats to the United States of America is our lack of curiosity. We're killing it with a cancel culture, with our social media bubbles, with having to have everyone agree with us or they're out. Uh, That's killing us. You can't get to good public policy without having some curious conversations with some people you disagree with. Even if it's just to find out, oh, we both have the same goal. We're just looking at it different. Or we think the solution might be a little more of this and a little less of that. Uh, The one thing I've learned from my years of business consulting is often neither person has the right answer. In fact, they may completely disagree with what the other's proposing for a solution. But there might be a little piece of this one and a little piece of that one. If you mix those together and added a little something else, uh, you might have a fantastic solution. You might have great innovation, even new creation. And that's what we really need. Because if we're going to create a better future together for tomorrow, it's going to start with being curious and being open to listen, to hear, to ask questions, and explore together today. We're going to step aside for one last commercial break. When we come back, I'm going to give you some very important information about fine dining. It's also becoming a lost art in the world. I'm going to tell you how you can do it anywhere, anytime, coming up next. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.